What a fascinating business section in the paper today. So I've got the paper, and I always go to the business section. Um, I find that the most interesting section of the lot, to be honest with you. Uh, there's always great stories in there, but I went there today, and first of all, the section had a wraparound. Now, for those not in the paper business, a wraparound is that sort of full-page ad on the front page of a, of a paper or a section of a paper. Sometimes it's called a wraparound because it's the back page as well. Now, this one, though, this wraparound was just the front, and today's wraparound was paid for by... Westpac Bank. And its headline was, Minimum is not enough. It's time. Westpac has decided that the lowest wage to be paid in their corporation and their business will be the living wage and not the minimum wage. The ad says the living wage will add at least $131 to the lowest paid's weekly wage. They think it will make a world of difference. It's a fill-up for the car. It's an extra week's worth of groceries. By the way, Westpac currently employs 480 people on minimum wage who are about to get $131 a week more. Uh, they also say in their ad that paying the, uh, the, the living wage um, will grow their business. It means they think that workers will take more pride in their work. They will feel more valued and hence be more enthusiastic. And then they challenge other big businesses to join them. So good on them. It's their choice. And they've decided it'll be good. Now, the cynical amongst us might note that what with the Aussie Banking Royal Commission and the FMA here snooping around bank banking practices, it's quite a good time uh, to get some positive press if you're, if you're a bank. But look, they want to do it. And it was interesting, the whole section was interesting because look what's on page seven of this very same business section today. Employers warning that the government's fair pay working group recommendations could bring risks to business and the economy. And of course the group, led by Jim Bolger, wants minimum standards for industries or occupations. And right beside that was another article saying that the movement of big businesses adopting the living wage, like Westpac did today, has been disappointingly slow across the country. And then across, on the other side, on page six, there's an infometric report that says New Zealand's poor productivity, low wages and capacity constraints means that we are not as well placed as we should be to ride out the economic slowdown, which is starting to loom. I just thought it was fascinating, all these things all at once, all on two or three pages, all interlinked and putting it all together. You kind of get the feeling that when it comes to wages and pay and investment in staff and their training, our industries have been loath to loosen their purse strings. And while that has made the short-term bottom line look good for the shareholders, we've sort of come to the end of the cul-de-sac, the end of the road where there's a wall and we've just gone and hit it. We've run out of workers. We need more skills, but there's going to be a lag while we train these people up, if we can find them. And then when we find them, we're not paying them very much. Add to that the high cost of living here at the edge of the world, and then that's a, a messy little scenario. It's the sort of scenario that we've had before where people start thinking of bailing the country for greener pastures where they're more valued. And... When you start thinking about these problems, if you add to that the automatic no that comes out of employers' mouths when the government starts butting in and telling them to pay workers more, then we're really in stock, I think it's fair to say. So on that negative note, let's congratulate Westpac and others like AMP and Vector who have taken a stand of their own volition and they've said it's time. 
I bet they'll never regret it. I bet their balance sheet will look just fine. Wages and productivity is not a government problem. I understand why employers go, oh, get off, when we've got these fair pay working groups telling them what to pay people. I can understand that. Wages and productivity is not a government problem. It's all of our problems. And look, we can all do so much better.